Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Sergio Delamora, and I am so excited that you're joining us today. And whether you're on the road to restoration, you're falling off the road to restoration, you need to get back on the road. Maybe you're weary of being on the road. Uh, I'm joined today by a great friend, Dr. Tim Story. Dr. Story, thank you for joining us on the podcast. What a privilege to be here. I've been loving on social media, the 42. Yes. And what's the 42 all about? A 42 is uh, a biblical number and it represents restoration. Uh, in my own journey of restoration, I've discovered in the Bible that there is a chapter, it's called Job chapter 42. Ah. And it's the chapter of when God restores back to Job, which is the oldest Bible in the book, who God had a conversation about Job with Satan. Uh, Satan said to God, the reason why Job is so blessed, because you have a hedge of protection around him. Mm -hmm. Remove the hedge, take everything away, and he won't serve you. Long story short, Satan goes after everything in his life. Oh, yeah. Family, finances, health. At the end of the story, this guy stays close to God. And the Bible says that in Job 42.10, that God gave Job twice as much at the end, and that the latter half of his life was greater than the former. Yeah, that's huge. It's big because it shows the heart of God. And so I took that chapter 42 and I claimed it as the chapter of restoration. Then I discovered Genesis 42. Joseph is restored to his brothers and to his father after being exiled from his brothers, forgotten, left for dead oh, yeah. for 17 years. And in Genesis 42, he is restored. So everyone that's listening, if you've lost something, you've lost years, finance, health, relationship, there is a promise that God will restore. So 42 is symbolic, is that God will restore when we trust him. I actually love that. And it triggers people to remember what God can do. Yeah. And I think 42, if you look at it universally, is a universal number of all things are possible. So it's interesting that when I found this in the Bible and people started DMing me what the number means, the significance of it, yeah. the secular significance, I think God's into restoring. Mm -hmm. And God is a restorer at the heart. And I think that when we align ourselves to him, Tim, he really does restore us. Yeah, I like that. I think part of the idea of um, people feeling they need to be restored is um, unrealistic expectations of who they're supposed to be. I believe that. I believe oftentimes what happens is we have an image of what our life should be. Yeah. And it's inflated. 100%. And life comes and puts the pin in. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we lose the air. Mm -hmm. And this is what I tell people, Tim. You don't really know who you are until you've gone through a major crisis. Crisis will always reveal our core beliefs. And sometimes we feel because the air has been taken out of our dream that we've lost the dream. But I genuinely believe this. The dream, every dream is tested. Every dreamer is tested. And the character of every dreamer is tested. Yeah. And sometimes God tests us before he blesses us. Mm -hmm. Have you discovered that? Yeah, I think no doubt about it. But I think that I see things different than a lot of people. 
and that I really don't think that this is uh, some kind of competition, this thing called life, uh, where I have to like win and beat everybody else. I think I'm just supposed to do my assignment. And where I got that is Isaiah 46 verse nine says, for God knows yes. the end from the beginning and he knows what is yet to come. And then he says, God will summon pers a person to fulfill an assignment. So all Sergio is supposed to be doing is fulfilling an assignment. Tim's story, fulfill an assignment. But here's an interesting thing about God. Sometimes the assignment changes. Okay, like when somebody has kids, you may give them a chore and assignment last week that's different than the chore of the assignment. Every parent that's listening right now knows exactly what you're saying. Okay, so if we would just slow down and realize that we are God's children, and we would say, okay, we are broken people, we're learning, we're growing, we're evolving. God knows my end from the beginning, and he must know I'm going to be okay if he keeps giving me such good assignments. That's true. God would never give you such good assignments if he didn't think that through his power, you could pull it off. Could some of those assignments be hard times, difficult times, loss, grief? Because I think it's easy to believe that we're on assignment yeah. when everything feels good and looks good. I've had to discover this about God. Yeah. That because he knows the end from the beginning, there is a theological phrase called a perichoretic consentity. Yeah. That God is a perichoretic consentity. That means that God can simultaneously live in your past, present, and future yes. at the same time. Job 42 is a chapter in the Bible. Mm -hmm. But I think there is, there is a misconception about life. We want to get to 42, but we don't want chapter 22. Yeah. And I think... I thank God for Job that he didn't give up in chapter 22, but he stuck it out till 42. Yeah. And I think if we can stick it out in our assignment when it doesn't look good, we have to know this. And I think you talked to me about this, mm -hmm. that God is always at work in our life, always. regardless of what's happening. Mm -hmm. God never stops working on us. Yes. The assignment might change for a season, but his activity in our life and his care and compassion and love never changes. I, I like what you're saying. And I think that when you get a realistic view that life is full of what? Faults, flaws, and failures. Okay, say that again. Okay, when you get a realistic view of life that is full of faults, flaws, and failures. Faults, flaws, flaws and, and failures. failures. Then... Wow your life will be a lot better. Can I give you an example? That is so true. All right, so me and you go to Hawaii a lot. So I was there around April one year, and it was raining the whole doggone time. So I was hearing the tourists, they were all complaining, where's the sun? Yes. Where's the sun? But if you were to look and Google, they tell you the rainy seasons. These people did not Google realizing <laughs> that's a rainy season. That's right. Okay, so in life, there are rainy seasons. So even in paradise, Hawaii, there's false flaws and failures. Wow. There's some people that go to Disneyland and get really freaked out because the Matterhorn is down. That's right. Why? There's false 
flaws and failures. <laughs> and I think I want to help someone today, Tim, yeah. who's listening, who is dealing with the fault. Yes. It's my fault. All You don't have to live long to experience mm-hmm. failure. Yes. And there's two types of failure. There's self-imposed failure mm-hmm. and there's inherited failure. Yes. There's the failure as a result, my fault. I made bad decisions. Um, I didn't live my morals, values, and beliefs. Right. But then there's failures that are imposed upon me by other people. What do you say to someone who is battling with fault, shame, and guilt? Yes. So I would say join the club. Good. Because it started back in Genesis when they realized they were naked. <laughs> so so join the club. Uh, a guy who misses a shot at the end of an NBA playoff game, there, there's, there's shame. The man who keeps struggling with addiction, can't break it. There's shame. So, so, so join the club. So God's dealing right now with over 8 billion people who are in the club. Yes. Simultaneously. Yeah. So he's not thrown off. So what's better is to get a realistic understanding of that. We are a miracle in the making. If you only knew how powerful this is, we are miracles in the making. Now, thank God for what Sergio has done all these years. In my opinion, one of the best speakers in the world. My opinion, one of the best revolutionary minds in the world is you. Okay. But you're still young. Okay. So God is working things out in your life, in my life, but... He's also preparing the next step for us. And that's such a beautiful way way to look at life. It is. When you're in the mud. Yes. And you're about to become a miracle. You have to wait for it. Mm -hmm. There's a story in the Bible. Jesus places mud on this guy's eyes. And he says, go wash. No one would have thought that that mud had miracle power in it. But it's. When you give the mud to Jesus, That's it all powerful. depends whose hands it's in. Very powerful. Like mud in my hands it yeah. will probably help cleanse my skin. Yeah. But mud in Jesus' hands can turn into a miracle. That's super good. A golf club in my hands is probably worth, I don't know, 60 bucks. But a golf club in Tiger Woods' hands Very is good. worth a lot more. A basketball in my hands is not worth much. But you put a basketball in uh, Michael Jordan's hand, it's it all depends whose hands it's in. I've had to learn in this road to restoration. I've got to place my mud in God's hand because if I place it in his hand, it's worth way more and he can do way more than if I keep it in my hand. I like it. So if, if there's a man that is losing his temper all the time, yeah. instead of guilting yourself and doing as Robert Schuller used to say, nursing it, cursing it, and rehearsing it. Wow. Just realize you got a big mouth, learn to shut up and get better. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you, too many people get dramatic in the midst of drama. Like, (laughs) I have fallen. Yeah, you're faulty. So the the key is to get better. And, And that's why, you know, USA Today was the first to call me the comeback coach to the stars. 
So if you see them on TMZ, I'm usually dealing with them. And you know that's yeah, a fact, true. right? It's well, true. why is that? Because I'm doggone good at it. Yeah. Because I, I don't have unrealistic expectations. I just want people to get better. Every day, get better. Wow. That's the Jesus style. Every day, get better. He took 12 dysfunctional disciples and every day, get better. I think we need to be kinder to ourselves, Tim. Yeah. I think what happens is we grow up with this expectation to perform. Mm -hmm. And everyone is out to perform. Everybody wants to outdo each other. Yeah. My father said this to me when I was young. He said, Sergio, if you were born to be prosperous, you're going to prosper. Yeah. If you were born to succeed, you're going to succeed. Right. Because God has already written your story. Your job is to cooperate with him. Perfect. Doesn't that make sense? It does. So let me just throw this illustration. So in the game of cards, poker, if you don't like your hand, you can put your cards on the table. That means I fold. I think most people fold while they're still unfolding. So God is still unfolding their destiny. Okay. But they say, I don't like my cards. I fold. I quit on this. I quit on my career. I quit on my son. I quit on my daughter. I quit on myself. Don't fold while you're still unfolding. If you're watching this today and you're listening to this, I have to believe this, that maybe it's because you're unfolding. And when God says, if you give me a chance, if you give me a break, trust me, I've learned this, and you know this too. When we can't trace his hand, yeah. we could trust his heart. Ooh, it's good. And sometimes when we're in the process of restoration, we are we we have an outcome in our mind. And that outcome, um, we're obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we put dates on that outcome. We put a strategy to that outcome. Yes. And if we'll give God permission to take the pin and to finish the story, I really think that we're going to be pleased with the outcome. Beautiful. And so today, those of you that are listening, um, thank you for this episode. We could keep going. I want to close with this thought. And Tim, I want you to join me in this with me. If you're listening and your heart has been broken because some way, somehow, your expectation has been shattered, we both want to tell you there is a hero of the heart. His name is Jesus. If you'll give him permission to have the broken pieces, he is the master at restoring and bringing value back to somehow things of your life that seem that have lost value. Tim, thank you for joining us. And thank you for sharing this podcast with friends and family. Thank you for staying on the road with us to restoration. God bless you.